Hi, Keith here. Just want to say on behalf of the Morning Ball Podcast, guys, just stay safe out there. With everything that's going on, just stay at home and think twice about going out. You know, just stay at home, do some hobby and share it with the rest of us. Cheers. Welcome to the Mournable Podcast, a Horace Heresy podcast. Hello guys, this is the, well, the Mega Codex, we're back with Death Guard. Yes. So with me I've got Keith. You alright? And Lar. Yo. So... Where do we want to start with this? I'm fucking excited to be doing this. For two main reasons. Number one, Omega Codex is back. Yeah. And uh, I get to talk about... We get to talk about <laughs> a legion that I fucking love uh, in their fluff and their lore and all that stuff. And it's not just be a key for Mike Lovin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was times I was getting scared in the um, Sons of Horus one. <laughs> was it that bad? <laughs> The second major reason is it, it feels like a really good time to cover the Death Guard because this episode is brought to you by coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Papa Nurgle's latest delight. Yeah. I need to stop like playing with my face while I record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that. Curtis listens to this and starts to hunt us down. We... <laughs> no, Curtis is going to love this because it's going to be me going, this is fucking great. I love yeah. all of this. <laughs> well, I'm going to do a caveat and say that I've done no homework, so I'm going to leave it for you two guys. <laughs> so I, I reckon this is still one of the most well-known stories behind the Legion yeah. anyway, right? Mm. Like, cause before this in the group <laughs> chat, Mike was like, how far do we go? Because like, Buried Dagger is the last heresy book, it's kind of spoilers, it's like, is it spoilers to say? Because this is the thing that like, we... Death Guard fall to Nurgle, guys. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but we've mentioned bits of the siege before, but it's always a tiny bit of the siege about reading spoilers to prove a point that we've said about something else. Mm. But we've purposely tried to keep away from the, the at the very least the last few heresy books. Yeah. Just yeah. to make sure, because I know like you're not. I'm kind of catching up. Keith yeah. doesn't read, so yeah. As a cast, I'm the only one that's up to date. So we've got to work on the theory that a lot of people out there probably aren't going to be up to date. Yeah. But The Buried Dagger, it covers a story that we all know, mm-hmm. but it is the last heresy book. Yeah. So it was right on that cusp of, do we or do we not? I think when we get there, we'll, without saying anything about the book, we can still recount that story. So yeah, I don't see why not. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that book can be summed up into one paragraph. Yeah. It's a good book. I'm not going to put it down, but it is basically a one-paragraph so, descriptor. Should, should we do the disclaimer? There may be spoilers, but maybe not. So. Yeah. I mean, if you know about Plague Marines, I reckon you're okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not going to be a huge yeah. spoiler. No. The, the stuff that we may end up spoiling has been published for years and years and years at this point. Yeah. So, <clears> Hopefully it's not a shock. You know, when we did the Sons <laughs> of Horus and the Codex, we weren't yeah. like... Spoiler alert, Horus Rising. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> um, but instead of starting this at the end, we start at the beginning with the Dusk Raiders. Yes. Um, so this was the original name of the 14th Legion. 
and I, Mike, I think you agree with me. I'm completely convinced that they were recruited from Britain. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> like, there's yeah. quite a lot of evidence for this. Like, yeah, um, some of the other legions, you you look at the names and the and the yeah. clues. Like, we couldn't really work out anything for the load of wolves, could we? No, like, no. But sort of yeah, some of them are either just generic names or they're so bastardized versions of sort of real world places that you can't. There's two or three places you can kind of go. Mm. Yeah, so I I've seen online because so the Death Guard were primarily recruited from Old Albia. Yeah, and I've seen that given as Britain or Albania because it sounds a bit like it. Yeah, but that's not taken into account all the other stuff. Like it says where Old Albia is in the northern Atlant wastelands, and uh, there's this great little Easter egg that I only picked up this time in Betrayal where. So Old Albia, first of all, like held out against the Emperor for a long time. Yeah. Um, there's loads of costly battles, and in the end, the Emperor like goes before their Parliament on his own, and he's dressed in red and white, like the Cross yeah. of St George, right? And he goes yeah. to their Parliament and lays out all <laughs> this. Like I can still see like fucking yeah. <laughs> British politician. Oh no! Like, yeah. Fucking Emperor walks in. <laughs> And he basically sways old Albia to his side um, with the vision of unity and all that shit. Because it's it was... so ironic with what's going on at the moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, plus the, the thing that Albion, uh, which is a word that's gone out of English, modern English, except in like a few football teams. Yeah. Like West yeah. Brom, Brighton. Like that, yeah. is, that is a super old name for yeah. the whole island yeah. of Britain. Um, it's a name that GW's got sort of history with as well that there's now beyond in the world that was we've, we've seen oh, it come really? a lot. yeah because yeah, i mean most of that is yeah. our globe isn't it mm. that just kind of messed around with a bit yeah yeah, yeah. so it's a name they've got history with and one really cool thing i stumbled upon when i was like across when i was looking into like the history of albion and albany and the, like the the language stuff here are these like super old real world legends uh like the oldest written account of this was like the 12th century but obviously that it would have had an oral tradition much older than that of like the original britons when they came to this island it was populated by giants yeah inhuman giants yeah they had to like slay one by one to take ownership of of britain right yeah which is quite interestingly paralleled in the mortarian and barbarous thing i don't know if that's a lucky accident or Possibly what did happen was when Vorgeworld, when Alan Bly decided to write this, yeah. he snuck that in there as an old, like, old Albia reference. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of these Tromark backstories are basically myths stolen from That's the true. world, just modified it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So I that, thought that was Ain't that cool. just the whole GW's IP? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, their whole IP is stolen from someone else. Yeah, yeah. I love the fact that it's an IP as well. It's yeah. stolen. Yeah. It's an IP. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing new under the sun, right? No. Yeah. You know. um. <laughs> the fact we've got the Horus Heresy named after an ancient Egyptian god. But yeah, carry yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, any any thoughts on the Dusk Raiders? Like researching this. You, it's one of those things again we're going to say this I reckon every first episode of a new legion on yeah. Amiga Codex the early legion you already see the emperor's plan for them yeah like, 
So they're described as like heavy infantry, experts at survival and endurance, uh, relentless and stubborn fighters, and excellent at close range firefights yeah. and bloody attrition. Mm-hmm. Like that's the Death Guard, right? Yeah. Like you already see that. This uh, is not a legion that the Primarch turns up and completely changes. But the fluff insists that it does, yeah. and it and he does philosophically. Like we'll get on to because the, the changes are interesting. But it made me think about like I'm a big fan of 30k conspiracies and how much the emperor knew and how much he didn't <laughs> yeah. know yeah. and all that yeah. stuff. Like Mortarian doesn't end up on like uh, McCrag and and Grog. Yeah. <laughs> like, he he ends up in the place he is. It's not chaos. Like he ends no. up in the place he needs to be to turn the Death Guard. Yeah. From what the emperor built them to be, like into the Death Guard. Yeah. So it's really, yeah, like, but then at the same time, it all goes fucking wrong, right? So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But that, that question fascinates me. Yeah. I quite like the Dusk Raiders early armour as well. Because it's, it's not, it's grey unpainted, isn't it? Um, but with, I think it's a, a left arm is red. Yeah, so I, it's one. I don't think I'm making that up. No, 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 yeah. no, I've got. The trail in front of me. Well, I've got something here. The imagery of uh, Albion as well. That's his right arm. Yeah, yeah so right arm, yeah. The shoulder pad and the band brace and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, because they were supposed to be the Emperor's bloody right arm. And I think that's the sort of small thing that they think, that's yeah. cool. That's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like the, and, and actually, that goes back uh, in the fluff to the old Albion units had mm. that and it was like the reach of the unspeakable king yeah. before the Emperor came. I love these like little nuggets of pre-compliant uh, yeah. terror. Like, the thing, for me, this is one of the things I like about the early legions is that the late legions, before the heresy, you can kind of go, right, who's Horus's favourite legions? Who are the ones that you've got the jobs like Horus is his favourite, you've got Russ is his execution, you've got two or three legions like that, you can point at and go, right, them, they got a job, them, they do something. Early legions, Death Guard, you wouldn't say they're one of the big legions at the end. Mm. But early legions, they are. They are. Yeah. So they do seem to be one of his yeah. purposely chosen legions. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, I find that interesting. That. Not they slipped off of a precipice or anything, but their roles changed from being one of the big ones to now they've got a different job. But they maintain a big role for the traitors. Yes. Like. Oh yeah. yeah. He is basically the only one Horus can trust. Basically, yeah. he's the only one. <laughs> He's the only reliable one. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's the only one and that. Do- sorry, go on, I was gonna say he's the only one that doesn't like lose their shit very early. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, so. Arguably perturbado, but then. Yeah, but he uh, he just throws Teddy in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's more. Yeah. And the, the the big difference between those two, the Death Guard are sort of the anti Iron Warriors in that. Throughout the Crusade, throughout the Heresy. I think maybe more than any other legion, they fight as a legion. Yeah. Mortarian is like insistent on this. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He's also insistent on like everyone has to be recruited from Barbarous. Yeah. Which is gonna we'll come back to that because that obviously is a big deal by the time of this round. But he turns Barbarous into a factory because he doesn't yeah. want to be like like a, yeah. an Astartes factory because he doesn't want to be doing what like Perturabo or Angron do and. Recruit yeah. fucking mongrels from all over and that yeah. sort of thing, which is interesting. Um, I guess the other thing to talk about is the Dusk Raiders is where the name comes from. Uh, fairly, 
fairly obviously like attacking when the sun sets, right? Yeah. Um, to confuse the enemy and shadow your advance and all that stuff. Yeah, I was so wasn't it where they they come over the hill and with the sun over them so they yeah you can't see them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah they cast the long shadows. I need to not wave my arms around. I'm gonna <laughs> smash your terrain up, or like, I'll turn towards Mike. <laughs> yeah, smash Mike up, not my terrain. <laughs> I'm cheaper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, what's cool about this is practical, but it's also like there's already the shades of like Nurgle and yeah. that, right? Mm. It's the dying of the light, the end of hope, and all that shit. Um, For some strange reason, I'm thinking of the scene in Lord of the Rings where um, Gandalf comes on the hillside. Yes, look the for horses. me on yeah. at dawn on the third day or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. For sure. Um, like, what I found interesting here is there's shades of the, the Death Guard coming in, but they made a, they make a big point in the lore about the Dusk Raiders that they still had this, like, code of honour and they respected, like, symbols of truce and, uh, like, they would stick to bargains, like, surrender. Like, they'd take people's right. As long as you weren't yeah. Xenos or mutant, right? Like, because they're beneath contempt. Yeah. Yeah. But with humans, they'd be prepared to accept that. When Mortarian comes, that's fucking gone. Yeah. Like he's, even before the, the rebellion and his fall, like, guy is fucking serious about yeah. the reaping shit. Um, okay. I think there's, there's, when you've got a name that has death in it, there's not a huge amount <laughs> mucking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not going to be the life and soul of a party. Yeah. But I wonder to what extent, like, that early de- uh, Dusk Raiders sort of shows, like, you know, genetically and tactically, they they are what the Emperor wanted from them, but um, that idea that there is still a code of honour there, like, I'm not the biggest fan of the Emperor, but yeah, are the Dusk Raiders a little bit of evidence that he might not be a total arsehole? So he's got other legions to be total arsehole. <laughs> That's <Warren>. true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but maybe it's just not their job to yeah. be the arsehole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they have, like, older warrior traditions. It's very yeah. unified again, right, where they're, they're not <coughs> recruited from all over the place. They're, they're taken from one, like, yeah. tribe or state or whatever, if you want to call it. Whatever the terminology is in the far future. Yeah, because like, <laughs> I was thinking, like, oh, yeah, they're definitely British. And I was like... But what would that even mean in 30,000 <laughs> years? Like, yeah, nothing at all. Yeah. <laughs> it just means be, all what they've been, there'll be three states, and one would be Google, one would be Amazon, yeah. and one would be Disney, <laughs> and that's it. The world would be owned by them. I mean, you say will, as if that's not <laughs> like... <laughs> suppose we still have the Chinese Communist Party, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> and Facebook. So that's five states now. So yeah. it starts to look a bit better for us. We've got choices. <laughs> Shall we talk about Barbara? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, please, anything. Anything but Just move us bad on. geopolitics. <laughs> um, I feel like I've been talking a lot. Anyone want to take up? Barbarous. I would say this is like quite the, the, the well known bit of the story, right? Like, fuck living on Barbarous is the too long didn't read. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, so this is the bit where there's the what is it? It's the lords in the top of the mountains, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, who control the planet. Um, and the young Mortarian doesn't he? He conquers the lowlands and he starts to build his own death guard to start going up the mountains a bit at a time, weeding out the weakest <coughs> of his troops, adapting them to be able to live. Oh yeah, that's the, the biggest point. That it's a poison world. That's that's yeah. quite important at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the poison gets worse the higher you go for some. Yeah, yeah, these ridiculous, like, yeah. toxic fogs. For some reason. Higher and higher up the mountains. I mean, like, the, the fucking giant overlord things, yeah. they, they're like a, I don't know, sometimes I get a chaos vibe, but then I also get, like, a big dark Eldar vibe from these things, like, homunculus vibe. Yeah. I'm not saying that's what they are, but the way they, like, stitch their victims together into horrible golem creatures and... It, yeah. I guess it's implied there's like a lot of sorcery involved as well, so that might account for the the poison getting worse and worse as a defence. But yeah, weird stuff. I'm might be thinking as well that he was initially adopted by one of these. Yeah. Adopted by a <laughs> and then rebelled. Yeah, yeah. So he yeah. he starts to suspect that like daddy's a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this this isn't going, this isn't going to be echoed at any point in his character <laughs> Like we'll the, the the people at the bottom of the hills who are like less than slaves to his dad. They're like yeah. cattle to these things. Um, he's suddenly like. Oh, I think I might be one of them and not one, one of, of you. Dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're not my real daddy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Dad, I think I'm adopted. <laughs> like, for real, are we going to do any of these where daddy issues don't become a thing? Uh, probably not. Is there no. a Primark without daddy issues? Wait until we get to the well eaters because that's going to be daddy issues galore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of a father that doesn't have daddy issues. Gilliman, maybe? Vulcan? I thought Gilliman, yeah. Mm. But Gilliman's got mummy issues, so that's a different problem. I mean, like, his adopted dad got killed and shit, didn't he? Yeah, and he did uh, lose the plot he? then, didn't he? Yeah. So. No, I'll take that one back then. Vulcan? Vulcan seems pretty well adjusted for a Primark, I've got to say. Yeah. yeah. He, he's, he's quite humble, though, so. Yeah, cause, cause he right, cause he had a real dad. Yeah. That's why like the salamanders are the least cunty of all the space marines. Yeah. Right. Like arguably the raven guard. But that, that's why they don't have. Yeah, they, they can't. They can't use prospects in yeah, the game because yeah, yeah, yeah. they're nice people. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just burn you alive. <laughs> so that's nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Mortarian runs off. He's like, I'm running away from home. You're not my real dad. <laughs> and, um, he bit by bit builds up the, the human population to like fight back and designs like respirators and shit for them so they can go yeah. higher and higher up the, up the mountains. Um, and it's about this point he meets Typhon as well. It's Typhon. Yeah. Typhon. That's, that's yeah, Callus yeah. Yeah, Typhon. Yeah. Who we won't go in, because this is really covered in Buried Dagger. Yeah, I think it's his flashbacks, but yeah. he's an early convert. Mm-hmm. Obviously, young enough that he can then go through the whole marine press later on. But mm-hmm. yeah, he's not another cop iron. But yeah, although he is in the end, like he's as big a dick as Erebus. <laughs> this guy. Yeah, um. he, he's, he's not going problem. But yeah, he's, <laughs> he's the early 
lieutenant of um, Mortarion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think basically this war carries on until just before he's going to take out the final lord. Yeah, it's basically down to like him and his adopted dad, yeah. right? Uh, who lives on the highest mountain, and, and like if you if you stand there for a second, <laughs> your face melts and yeah. all this shit. I think like, even Mortarion was struggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's when the big E and the big E ship rocks up and uh, strikes a bargain with him that if Mortarion can climb the mountain and defeat his father. Biggie will leave uh, Barbarus alone forever yeah. and, and all this. But if he fails, he'll do it himself. And then he has to pledge himself to him. Because yeah. uh, this isn't going to cause daddy issues either. Yeah, I just love <laughs> how he does this shit to people. <laughs> He's got previous. Yeah. Although, you know, it speaks to a certain, like, I don't know, like adamantium will in Mortarian. Like yeah. Stubbornness to not. Like, hmm. yeah. Yeah. Some of the other Primarchs, they're just like, he shows up and they're like, you're my dad. <laughs> like, Daddy. I'm on board. Like, yeah, yeah. Russ takes me out for a beer. <laughs> <laughs> he does, basically. Yeah. <laughs> of course he does. Love it. <laughs> and then they have um. a pissing contest. <laughs> Does that actually happen? No, it's... Uh, Someone needs to write that. I didn't know if it was in, like, Russ's yeah. Prime Art book like or something. three or four challenges, isn't it? Yeah. And the Emperor has to beat him. Yeah. Uh, he, he, like, literally beats him on every single one, so he's like, <laughs> yeah, outdo me. Because he has... It, yeah, sometimes he does, like, challenges with him. He has a challenge with Vulcan, right? And yeah. He wins that by pretending to be humble. Yeah. Um, by, like, not winning it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. He, he does know his sons, even if he hates several of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, Mortarion, obviously, he fails in his task and he's like fading away, bubbling face from uh, from the poison. And the Emperor just shows up and fucking dicks <laughs> the guy like it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I think this scene... I, yeah, we're gonna, we want to avoid spoilers. Like, if this is referenced, and I think, like, philosophically it's quite interesting, this is referenced right at the end of Mortarion's heresy arc with the destroyer plague taking him over, and he has to pledge allegiance to a third father, or a grandfather, <laughs> if you yeah. will, to uh, save himself or possibly his sons from being ravaged by the destroyer hive. So, like, poor fucking guy, like... Cannot catch a break with dads. <laughs> or granddads. Or granddads. It's constant. <laughs> so this is how Mortarion comes into the Emperor's yeah. service and then, <laughs> like, fucks off the Dusk Raiders. Like, none of that, mate. You're the Death Guard now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, not, like, at first, not dramatically remakes them, I suppose, but I, he does... Purge them of that mercy he, that they had. Yeah. He purges them of any sense of like ostentation, like the yeah. old culture. Well, and, he didn't paint most of his yeah, art yeah, they were pretty bare already, right? Yeah. But but then it becomes all about like leaving fucking radiation burns on your armor as a sign yeah. of being a veteran, rather than like yeah, plumed helmets and and all that shit. Um, 
I mean, as we said earlier, it's like the Legion was very much, or the the Dusk Raiders were very much Death Guard anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, wasn't much that it, he needed to change their, their tactics and whatnot. I, yeah. I think he very much, I, I, like I've got here, like step by step, he purges them of their mercy. Right, like Mortarian's philosophy at this point, because he turns out to be a really, like, he's a freaky looking motherfucker, and yeah. I guess like Imperial, like high commander, but like, mm, how's this gonna go? Like, he turns out to be one of the most able field commanders, yeah. a lot of them. Um, but his whole philosophy at this point is like liberating mankind from yeah. tyranny by any fucking means necessary, yeah. and if, if you stand in the way, reaping. Like yeah. everyone yeah. on your planet is like everyone with authority in your planet is dying, and then yeah. the, the civilians are counting the dead for me until yeah. someone arrives to build a society. I ain't wasting my time with that shit. Yeah. Um, and that really is, is the end of the Dusk Raiders and the beginning of yeah something Ooh, way I'm, darker. I mean, it's he's there to cleanse them, ain't he? That's that. I think mm. that's his theory is. He's there to cleanse you of anything that's impure. I just quite like yes. the line. It's when he first yes. meets his legion. And he turns to them and he says, you are my unbroken blades. You are my death guard. That's just cool. Yeah. 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 But there's so many other legions where you you can imagine their Primarch saying the name the first time. And you go, how did you how did you decide that name was a good name? For that, you are my death guard. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, I think he'd been he calling his them. army on Barbarous, yeah. the death guard, yeah. right? Yeah. So this was a case, a bit like Angron as well, where he he cannot escape like his story on the homeworld, and yeah. he implants that identity on a legion that's been given to him. Like you can yeah. see how already he's moving away from the emperor's vision there, because he doesn't really give a fuck about the emperor. Like no. he's just he's just gonna stick to his word for now. Yeah, I think when we come to uh, the world eaters, it's the episode's just gonna be called Daddy Issues. Yes. Yeah. I think maybe the worst. Lorgar's pretty bad as well. Lorgar still loves his dad. He's just his dad don't want to pay him attention. Still daddy issues, Yeah, the less said about Corfair, the better. <laughs> death guard. <Yeah. laughs> Moving swiftly on. <laughs> Back to the death guard. Um, yeah, so more and more uh, they, they're known during the heresy for this ridiculous resilience of them and they're thrown into like the most hellish fucking landscapes and warfare radiological chemical biological all that like fucking phosphex nasty shit um and i read it i read a thing i think it was in betrayal it might have just been some random stuff online but they're they're casualty figures during the Great Crusade, are only comparable to the World Eaters and the Iron Warriors. Yeah. Like, despite that endurance, they're, like, still just going through the fucking meat grinder. Yeah, they just... They, they slowly advance, ain't it? That's the thing with them. Mm. Mm. I think this is one of the times they really do compare to the Iron Warriors. Like, it's the mm. same mentality of, yeah. I don't care how many of you guys die, as long as you do the job. I yeah. do not care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Like, it comes across, like, individually as well. Like, was it uh, Galaxy in Flames where Garrow gets his fucking leg blown off yeah. and he's just yeah. like, oh, it's fine, I'll just <laughs> get me a sawbones and I'll carry on. Like, <laughs> that's, 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 <laughs> I, was gonna say, I think that's the one thing where Motorin is then different the other side of it. 
is that at the end of it, he picks one uh, legionary that he shares his poison with. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a nod to the guy's a dickhead, but he has some elements of this is why these guys follow him. It's not mm. like the Iron Warriors where why yeah, the hell do you follow him? Right? just, yeah, yeah. He does not care. They're just numbers in an equation yeah. to him, aren't they? Yeah. 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 Well, Tyrone does seem to care at the end. He just, mm. he's so focused. The focus is the thing that matters at the time. Yep. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, so what about this, like, Terran versus Barbaran thing in the Legion? Um, like, you get get to Istvan, and, and there's, like, this small core of Terran legionaries, and they're yeah. particularly, like, they're notably in armoured divisions, like, the, all the new Barbarous recruits are just, like, like you were saying, they'll just keep fucking marching at you. Yeah. Right? Infantry formations, Terminators, all, yeah. there's a big, big focus on that. And the, the armoured divisions become like a kind of cast-off for the Terrans. Yeah. And this is like the shit that he sends down to the yeah. service to get rid of. Um, there's not really any indication that the Terrans particularly distrusted him. There's just something in Mortarian that's like, you're not a part of yeah. 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 or Yeah. I think it's just comes back to Mortarian. It's his legion. He makes it his death guard and the Terrans aren't his death guard. Mm. I think it's just, it's that round and round in circles. Like, the death guard are one big circle of him. Yeah. 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 So that even my notes I've got, that he had seven great companies. But every other legion is broken down into, what, I think like the Ultramarines have like 200 and the chapters, like stupid and yeah. No, 200% companies into about 20 or 30 chapters. It's it's stupid numbers. Well, Tyrion has seven. <laughs> just, just, just seven. So, yeah. How the hell do you break that down into a military force that works? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and their like, nominal uh, size was intended to be 70,000 to start yeah. these in yeah. each great company. So like half a million for a legion. <laughs> like... Yeah, it's pretty mad. How does that yeah. work? How... It doesn't, but it speaks to... Uh, <laughs> in the meta, it speaks to the insanity of this universe, yes. which we all know and love. <laughs> yeah. Um, and obviously in the in in the story, like, this is getting over the fact that Mortarian isn't quite as free of, like, warp taint as he... No, it's, it's not as to imagine. Like, the Nurgle 7 thing keeps coming up. The the Death Shroud have to be yeah. within 49 paces. Yeah, yeah. Like, 7 by seven, 7. Yeah. Yeah. Like, numerology comes up here. Magnus fucking calls him out for it. Yeah. Nicaea, doesn't he? Or before Nicaea. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, because oh, the Death Guard and are very, very anti-psychic. Mortarian in particular. Like, yeah. Like, he disbands the Librarius years yeah. before... Yeah, and it's right. an instant yeah. death thing. If you turn out to be psychic, there's no comeback. You're just put down. Is, is that true? Yeah. So we didn't know about Typhon no. at, at all. No. Because no, I always thought Typhon was like chief librarian, and then he no, they the disbanded trap. it, and he didn't do it. Yeah. Okay, so he just didn't know. Yeah. yeah. His his thing was basically he saw anyone that's manifested anything psychic like warp put tank. down straight yeah. down. There's no mucking about. There's no trials. There's no. Why'd you do that straight down? So I think this is like the this is the big thing about his character arc in the actual heresy itself 
is this obsession with psychers and the warp and starting to realise that he's picked the wrong side but it's too late to go back. Yeah. And then can I... Is it too late to stop what's happening to my brothers? Like, <laughs> this, like I've said this before um, like to you guys privately, uh, I think I'm recording as well, that he's basically like the archetype for the radical inquisitor in 40k. Yeah, yeah. Like the person who is so obsessed with defeating this thing that he takes one step over the line and then another and then another. And then he, like, I need to understand it so I can beat it. And then before he knows it, he's fucking resurrecting plague demons. <laughs> I actually hate that fucking scene in Vengeful Spirit. It's too quick for his yeah. character. He should have been worked up to the point where he's like, yeah. lol, plague necromancy. But <laughs> <laughs> casual play yeah yeah it's way out of character for him but you can see what they're trying to do and there's a great short story demonology where he's sitting around surrounded by all these fucking warp tomes trying to unpick it all and, and that kind of thing uh it's a bit sad i guess i mean he's a prick but it's a it's He's not as arrogant as like Magnus. He still sort of falls into this trap, I suppose. I think he's another one of those Primarchs that when you first read about him, you go, this guy's a dickhead. Mm. But actually, the more you read, he does become really quite sympathetic as a character. Um, while still being a class A dickhead. He's, he's horrific. Like this, yeah. this thing of, of him... As Horus is like right hand man, the one he can trust, like the only one he can trust. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> not means that word. What there. that means in practice is like you read uh, like Horus Heresy Book Four, um, Conquest. Like once the dark <laughs> compliances start, like and we'll come back to this stuff about Dusk Raiders where they honoured. If you wanted to surrender, they'd honour it. Yeah. Mortarian's role in the Dark Compliances is to show up and just fucking reap worlds mm-hmm. so yeah. that the terror spreads in front of them. Like, no questions, no mercy. Like, like Guy is a fucking monster, but somehow they do drag a bit of sympathy out of it. Like, I kind because of he was the one who never should have fallen to chaos, right? I kind of find it weird because <clears throat> he is a monster, but for some strange reason, He's a lovable monster. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's because he like wheezes and stuff. And yeah. Sorry for him. <laughs> like your old granddad sitting in the armchair. <laughs> He's like a gaunt, ill-looking teddy bear. Yeah. And like With a scythe. Typhon plays him for a fucking fool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, he does. <laughs> Do you want to talk about some of the other Deathcore characters? Like it's basically Typhon and Garrow. Right? Like, they're, they're the main ones. The I know there's other. Like, Rolgor yeah, is the, the sort of antagonist who become, is like resurrected as a kind of plague demon thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he gets a recurring storyline, but mm. it's very much a copy and paste him in to do a job. Yeah, yeah. That Typhus, very much felt that way. Yeah. yeah. Typhoon and Garrow are the, are the important ones, they're mm. the ones that really matter. What, Garrow's the, the first, like, Grey Knight sort of thing? Well, yeah, it's hard to work out what he is at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> he's something. He's definitely that, something. That was sort of speculated right from the start yeah. of his story, wasn't it? And yeah. I, I think those events are covered in the Buried Dagger as well. It kind of wraps up both arcs. But yeah. we definitely don't want to go into, like, the founding of the Grey Knights here, because that's... 
And it's complicated anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's not a straight yes or no answer. Right. <laughs> 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 uh, ain't it good that we're trying to not talk about books that being low ain't red. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm trying to remember. I took a bit of a spoiler hit on this one just so I could talk around it. <laughs> See what I do for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so I think this is probably the time to look to cover a bit of the Buried Dagger then. So this is going to be mm-hmm. spoilers. So, yeah. <laughs> so I think at this point, Typhon has vanished. Well, he's He's been off doing his own yeah, they shit in the Terminus Est. Yeah. Which is a fucking cool name for shit. They have some fucking cool ships. They do. Let me just say that now. <laughs> Mia Donomori and all this stuff. Yeah, love it. <laughs> all the way through, whenever Mortarion's mentioned that's all, and he's before us, he's always got the same sort of thing of, sort of here's the plan, here's what we're doing, where's your fleet, Mortarion? Mortarion's like, it's Typhon, he'll come. He'll come yeah, when he's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Technically, yeah. I don't know where he is. But he'll come when he's called because I trust him. Yeah. Um, I think the buried dagger. He he, he comes like like he like he promised. He's been fucking around with all sorts of shit though, right? Yeah. Like he, Luther, he's not making his dad proud. Like the dark angels and he was fucking around with whatever that thing is that the lion found that yeah. lets him ambush curs and and all that shit. So like Typhon has been like. Deep in Arcana, <laughs> yes. right through these seven, eight years of the heresy, um, and hanging out with that prick Erebus, who <laughs> <laughs> brings you down by association. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's Typhon fair. at this point is mega into his psychic. Mm-hmm. He loves his magic, um, and he specifically loves Grandfather Nurgle, right? Yeah, like, that's. Yeah, it's his thing. There seems to be something that he has been harboring for quite some time as well. This is not a last-minute shock. Uh, now, I, very, like, I guess we've covered minor spoilers. I did read that when the Emperor shows up on Barbarus, like, Typhus, everyone else is like, whoa, this is amazing, you know how everyone does, and yeah. Typhus is just, like, physically sick at the sight of him. Like, yeah. There is some corruption in him right from the beginning. Yeah, right? really early on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think with other legions, you kind of watch them slowly go, and then you you know what god they're going to end up attached to, but it's mm. it's a slow process. Death guards, it looks like they the clock's been the there stars, straight, yeah, 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 straight yeah. away. It's not even foreboding; it's just it's straight away. Yeah. Um, and yeah, actually, of the four monogod ones, they're the last one to take their officially place. Took, officially, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because I think it's, it's the buried dagger is where, yeah, because it's, it, that's, yeah, so I think it's the spoilers, it's, they get stuck in the warp. Typhon um, traps them, Ty- I should say Typhon, I keep saying Typhon, Typhon mm. traps them in the warp. I wasn't sure how big a spoiler it would be. But yeah, they get st- That goes all the way back to, if you've read a Chaos Codex with yeah. Typhus is, like, backstory, you know that bit. Yeah. I won't tell <laughs> how he does it. So they, yeah, so they get stuck in the warp, um... And Papa Nurgle does his his goodness on the on the fleet. Mm. Uh, yeah. So the average Death Guards has two choices: die horribly, or convert. And die horribly. And still die horribly, <laughs> but <laughs> happier. Uh, yeah, no, they oh. love it, don't they? Yeah. That that's that the really horrible thing about like post Terror Death Guard is they're yeah. like 
as into it as the word bearers, but they're yeah. also like as into it as the empty and fucking yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a very different kind of pleasure. Yeah. But yeah. they do generally enjoy it. It's not I'm in pain but I'm still alive. They genuinely enjoy it. Yeah. The fact that bits are falling off. Yeah. I've got a new nurgling. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> I, I've always loved Nurgle out of the out of the four. Yeah. I love that he's like the happy chaos guy. Yeah. <laughs> and the Death Guard don't really represent that. And I think one of the weaker things off topic, one of the weaker things of the new plastic model range for them yeah. is that they're like too comic. Like they should be yeah. still the creeping like death that is like yeah. Nurgle the destroyer rather than Nurgle the bouncy demon. But Although I think for me I read Buried Dagger just before Company Legends, and I was reading yeah. uh, the Chris Riot, I can't remember what it's called, but the, the Plague Marine for the 40k well, book. Uh, it's going to come yeah, back to yeah, me okay. now. I read that straight afterwards while I was at Company. And it goes from being the Death Guard being the scary, deaf people that they're just getting all the disease and stuff to they're playing with Nurgings, they're basically dancing around, singing and. It's really yeah. odd watching the jump. Yeah, yeah. But it does really feel jarring. like a, a, a natural conclusion. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it does work. It, it does sound... It's better than it sounds. <laughs> um, I can take that. <laughs> so what's left to cover? I have actually covered everything in one way or another in my notes. Unless we want to talk about a little bit more about Garrow. Because uh, the thing is, other than like in those early books where he is a Death Guard legionary and he's obviously yeah. like the one that brings the wall into terror and all that stuff, like he's not really Death Guard. Like, no, does he's, he... he's terror and happens to be Death Guard. Like, I, I'm guessing in Barry Dagger, those two storylines don't interact. Like, they're just I we're wrapping up both bits of this. I think they do interact, but not yeah. in a major way. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's been a year, I don't really remember. Mm. I'm just trying to think if there's anything we really missed. I think I want to cover a little bit of the siege. It's the fact that uh, Horus promises Mortara that he's he's got the honour of being the first trade department to land on Earth. Right. So I think that's quite a big thing. That shows really who he is. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. But other than that, there's not really anything else other than well, sorry, I get shot at one point by the fire hands. But I don't know if that's a spoiler. <laughs> oh, the, the, the fire, the fire rats are really the assassination <laughs> thing. And yeah. Horus is genuinely destroyed. I'm fucked without him. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he fucking is. Yeah. 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 So probably cover those two. Well, we've done 45 in that, minutes. In that same yeah, scene. Yes. In that same scene uh, with the fire raptor assassination thing. This is another thing. He, he fucking hates psychic chicanery but like Fulgrim is literally just a serpent god now and he's like yeah I guess that's fine cool. like oh <laughs> come on characterization guys but anyway yeah. I digress <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think, I think when we get to uh, the Empress Children we're gonna kind of oh, this, yes. I think for me it's when we get to the Empress Children the fact that we, we need a, a prime up uh, a demon Fulgrim so so much because he's basically yeah. he's not a Primarch at all yeah from the start yeah. of the heresy yeah but yeah that's it so probably yeah so did did a Death Guard change the least out of all the traitor legions up until like this apotheosis in the war 
Yeah, I would say that like by the time they hit Terra, it's, it's them and the Sons of Horus that are still mm. coherent mm. to their original form. Time Warriors? <sighs> if you can ever say that they were coherent. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't really know enough about them before Plus Rava. I know what they're like when mm. they meet him. Mm. Mostly dead. But they were um <laughs> they were called the corpse grinders by their allies. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good sign, isn't it? Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean even if we disregard the armors, yeah, that's it again, isn't it? Like the, yeah. the, the to the extent that the Horus Heresy is a military political rebellion against the Emperor, without the sons of the Hor- sons of Horus of the Death Guard. Doesn't no. go fucking anywhere, mate. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, it's, it's not a conflict. <laughs> so, I mean, like a really good legion. I, I hope that's come across here today. I feel like nothing else to add, maybe. I feel like I could have had a snooze. <laughs> now I know how you felt with me and my with the sons of horror. No, because like, cause I just fucking gush about the lore of this universe anyway, yeah. right? Like, yeah. th- I look forward to these episodes so much. Um, I was like, oh, good, homework this <laughs> week. <laughs> so, um, yeah, hopefully we didn't put you to sleep, Keith. Hopefully we didn't put <laughs> anyone listening to sleep. But, uh, I fucking yeah. love this Legion. I, and I love Mortarian. And... To me, it's made me want to actually do homework for like read up on the death guard that i should have done there's not an awful lot right so no. betrayal has i reckon just very quickly it's about 10 pages of law um I'm there's looking at the pictures probably the pictures are fucking great like to keep that read all this fucking weathering and shit yeah and, uh, to illustrate like the different uh combat damage they take and stuff it looks i mean fucking great i love it out of the black books i still think Book one is one of the is the best one because no, we hadn't seen anything that beautiful. Is that the right yeah. word? The bad yeah. dad books were yeah. they were on par with this. I think this cover. I think this is an improvement on yeah. bad. Like yeah. you can see how bad dad was a test run yeah. for the yeah. heresy oh, in yeah. retrospect, was... big time. Uh, I think if you put this side by side, the bad dad stuff looks great. I think if you put this I side the by side, yeah. Now, yeah. But yeah, at the time, yeah. I, yeah. I wasn't playing Marines, I had no interest in Marines, mm. and I bought both Bad Dad books and I had no money, <laughs> because they were gorgeous. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, the Bad Dad Wars, I started a Harry Griffin's army because of that, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, I could gush about the Bad Dad, but that is not Death Guard. So you've got about ten pages of this. Yeah. Mortarian appears in book four as well. Yeah. Um, which is a great fucking read anyway, because it's totally different. It was something for which um, wrote themselves. Uh, it's not like not yeah. always this fair, not Calvin Prospero, right? So that's cool. And in terms of like the novels, they don't get a lot of love. Like they're there in the early trilogy. They're there in they're always obviously Buried Dagger. Uh, they're kind of one of several legions of vengeful spirit. And Typhon crops up in a lot of short stories because he's dicking about everywhere. But yeah, there's not a lot it, to read for him. They've got two novels where they are the stars. They've mm-hmm. got Buried Dagger where they are the star. Mm-hmm. And they've got The Flight of the Eisenstein. Eisenstein. And even there, they're not the star. 
It's. I don't think they are. I think they're the Legion that's on the front cover. Garrow's the main character, but it's not really a Death Guard story. It's a Garrow story that happens to be Death Guard. I think it's made more. We're going to get into this soon because we're going to yeah. hashtag read along with Keith. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good, very good point. Yes, that's right. I just said the word hashtag. <laughs> we're up to you flight. said the hashtag. Yeah, said the hashtag. We're, we're up to flight the eyes of the It's like hearing your dad trying to be cool, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is my life, yeah. I accept this. I accept this. It's my calling. Um, I would say that it's more Death Guard than anticipated in the story of Garrow because of the Nurgle stuff. Like there's Nurgle stuff in it that almost yeah. has no business being in the heresy this early, but it yeah. works because it's like foreshadowing of yeah. the yeah. Death Guard. So it's been a while yeah. since I've, I've read that book, so I'm looking forward to going back to, to that because I, I kind of what I remember of the book is just Garrow. Yeah. And I think it's that one where he gets knocked out by um, Dawn. Yes. He proper pisses off Dawn. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the only time Dawn emotes. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's a noble cause, though. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking forward to reading the flyer just so I can get the first four done and then start moving on again. Mm, so I think yeah. I read the first four like three times in the last two years. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to go and read Fulgur and actually yeah. something new before we move on from this uh, yeah. three. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Don't you mean Horace Rising and the other trilogy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I also kind of think the first five go together. And I, I do. I do. Yeah. After that, it starts going. Yeah. Yeah. Tangency. That speaking of tangents, should we wrap up this episode? Yeah. Because <laughs> we're not talking about the Death Guard. More plays. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Call it there, guys. That's it. Yeah. All right. That ramble. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Mournable Podcast. If you would like to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes. If you would like to get in contact with us, you can always email us on podcast at themournable30k.com.